allows a company to temporarily hold back on some of the more tactical operational things and invest in the strategic things in a greater way. All right. In light of the economy, it seems that there would be less outsourcing of training and more internalizing of it. Outsourcing means a lot of things to a lot of people. In the training industry, outsourcing is absolutely necessary to be successful because no training department has expertise in all of the topics that a company needs. So during tough times, companies will outsource content that they don't have the time to build because it might be available off the shelf at a low cost and it's good enough. But the bigger outsourcing, which is outsourcing the development of custom content or the operations of the training department, those are things that are usually done during tough times very carefully because there just isn't enough money to go around. But if you know which of the programs you have that are highly strategic to your company, for example, at Ford right now, there's a major emphasis on retraining engineers to understand the technologies for electric vehicles. There's a lot of education that needs to be done on power supplies and motors and batteries and subsystems of electric cars. I guarantee you Ford's investing heavily in that. Are they investing in training on traditional internal combustion engine technology? Probably not. That's probably something they can outsource to a lower cost training provider. Okay, now talent management is another one of those terms that has become very popular. What is your definition of it? Talent management describes the integration of some of the more traditional HR practices into an integrated approach. If you look at recruiting, if you look at the process of performance management, ranking and rating employees, the process of succession management, identifying who's available to potentially move into leadership, who are the people that we want to promote, who are the people that we don't want to promote. If you look at the process of leadership development itself, how do we train leaders, the process of compensation, how do we decide how much to pay people and who's going to get a bonus and who's not, the process of training and career development, how do people move around inside of the company, what are the potential jobs they should have next after the one they have. Each one of those practices used to be done by a person or an HR group. There was a recruiting group. There was a leadership group. There was a succession group. There was a performance management group. There was a compensation group. And they all optimized their own little group to do that thing well. But what makes a company successful is its ability to adapt quickly and to make changes. So if you're Ford and you want to get into the electric vehicle business and you want to open a plant in China, you probably need to hire or train, or develop, or move a whole bunch of engineers into new jobs. So any one of those groups may not be able to solve that problem. It's the way they all work together.